Hey, what's up? Another episode of Peb Talks with your girl Pebs from Jammin 1077. And of course, every Friday at 5 p.m. right here on Peb Talks. You can listen at pebtalks.com and also hire me for anything that you might need hosted. I can do anything from trivia to bingo. I got my own speaker system and I'm ready to do whatever you might need. Also, I do voice work too. I've been over this before. Pebtalks.com. Check it out. But I'll give you my review of The Batman, starring Robert Pattinson. You'll get to hear my impression this episode of me doing an old man voice. That's fun. And I just wanted to drop this gem for you, too. Try peanut butter and fluff this week. Do yourself a favor. I know inflation's a bitch. But with fluff, I mean, it can't have increased too much in price at the store. Grab a can of that. It's in the peanut butter section. Grab yourself a can of creamy because that's the only type of good peanut butter, creamy peanut butter. And you make yourself a delicious sandwich on white bread. Wonder Bread is my personal preference. And uh, that right there is a delicious lunch. Just a little reminder, maybe taking you back to 1998 and the playground, but (laughs) yeah, definitely love me some PB and fluff. And I had it this week. Mmm. So good. And also, since I've got food on my mind, too, real quick before we start the episode, this isn't even an ad. Shamrock Shakes are back. What? Yeah, St. Patrick's Day coming up. So Shamrock Shake season, I am definitely all in. I drank one, I think, in record time, like under three minutes. I just slurped the whole entire thing into my gut and I felt yeah not too great later (laughs) but shamrock shake season uh this Sunday in the New London St. Patrick's Day Parade on the 13th I will be there it kicks off at 1 p.m I'm going to be broadcasting live too right on Bank Street so be there and wear your green and the theme is everybody is Irish for the day so I hope to see you there and let's have a party together I won't be drinking, actually, and I'll talk about my soberversary coming up. It's kind of part of the pep talk. It's on the way. But first, I wanted to give you my review. I saw The Batman. This week, my brother and my dad and I all went to go see a movie. Classic. Back to the cinema. And it felt really normal. No mask mandate. There was no, I don't know, separation of people. I guess... Isn't everybody always just wanting to stand away from other people? Well, hopefully that's like a thing that stays. But there wasn't a crowd here at this movie theater. And nobody sat directly behind me and put their feet on my seat or anything. And I didn't put my feet on the seat in front of me. Theater etiquette, first and foremost, right? But we saw The Batman and Robert Pattinson, let me just say, okay, he he's attractive. He's got the jawline working for him. And that's the part that's exposed in the Batman suit is his jawline, right? Like, that's one of his strongest features. And so he really pulled it off, I have to say. There's going to be a new wave of emo. I think that's going to be, like, a new trend coming back because, well, Robert Pattinson, right, back in the day with Twilight. I was never, I couldn't, I just didn't understand Twilight books. I'm so sorry to anybody who, you know, is a huge, avid fan because I just never understood it. I tried watching like the first few minutes of the movie and I just the way it was shot 
like the film was not for me. So anyway, Robert Pattinson, I've never really been a big fan. I never really got like the whole female hype about him. But when I saw him in the Batman suit, I'm like, okay. And then with the eyeliner, all well, you know, the makeup paint from the bat suit and stuff, all smeared on his face and his long hair. It was longer than Catwoman's hair. But, you know, no complaints. Everything was pretty sexy. And speaking of Catwoman, too, Zoe Kravitz freaking killed it. Catwoman was really, like, cool. She was super, like, just a badass, right? And that's what you want out of a Catwoman. I don't normally like superhero movies, and I know that Batman is, like, part of not, like, that whole Marvel universe and stuff, and I I get it. But to me, it's still, like, an action movie where I kind of stay away from that genre a lot. But since I was with my brother and my dad, I'm like, let's do it. Let's check it out. And, hey, listen, maybe I'll be into this movie. I haven't seen a big blockbuster hit like this in the theaters in a really long time. Has anyone, you know, with COVID and stuff? I don't even follow, like, the whole Bat series. I don't understand even the backstory behind all of it. But they explained it really well. And I thought that they made this Batman movie fit for an audience such as myself, who is, like, a new audience being welcomed into this universe. I got to, like, understand what Gotham is about and how it's really similar to, like, New York City. Is that not the intent? And there was a lot of just, I don't know... References that made it seem like they were not conforming to a newer audience, but that they were definitely making a hit for a large audience. And to be honest, I kind of appreciated that, but I don't know if huge Batman fans would appreciate that. One thing I can say without giving away too much is that my brother, upon exiting, commented on how like dark the movie was but also how violent and non-deadly the whole thing was. It's interesting how there was, of course, a lot of violence. It's a Batman movie. There was tons of action. But yet, still, Batman's not about killing. In this film, he says he's about vengeance. It's a really long movie, and that's just another takeaway from this. I don't want to spoil the whole plot line, but there is no Joker, really. There's the Riddler and the Penguin are involved, and they have this sick, uh, really cool scene where they're driving on a highway. Cars are flipping like crazy, explosions everywhere. And I am, again, not normally into these types of movies, And I was pretty impressed, so I would recommend it. You got to make sure you get, like, the popcorn, though, or make sure you're, like, in it for the long haul. Because there was, like, four different times I thought I could grab my coat to leave. Like, oh, like, you know, get ready to go. No, the movie was that long. So really uh, settle in and get comfortable when you get to the theater. And make sure you get a good seat, because otherwise your neck is going to be killing you if you have to sit in the front row. Also this week, uh, I got to spend a lot of time with my favorite guy, my husband. Morgan and I went to Ocean Beach, and we had such a great afternoon. There's nobody at a beach, especially in the north, on a Tuesday afternoon. One time, though, true story, my husband and I, we visited down near like Myrtle Beach, like right there. It's a beautiful beach, and we went in like middle of February, And it was gorgeous and sunny and 75, and there was, like, nobody on the beach. 
Like, I know people work and stuff. I totally get that. But you would think on some, this got to be some people's day off. Like, what? Musquamacute doesn't look like that. Like, if it was February, if it was, say it was even July on, like, a Tuesday afternoon, where, what are the locals doing? They, they don't appreciate their beach, in my opinion. <laughs> so now it's March. I don't forget what day it was, but we went and uh, early March and it had ourselves a day walking with our boots on in the sand and picking up seashells and enjoying the desolate area. We passed by like four people, I think. I love when I have whole areas to myself like that. Ocean Beach, I can't wait to see it come alive this summer. It's going to be a great area where I hope that I can not only enjoy the beach, but maybe do some more photo shoots. I think the mini golf course too, I want to check that out. And right around the neighborhood too, I love to roller skate. There's a parking lot in the back that I don't know. I don't think you're allowed to roller skate there, but hey, you didn't hear it here on Pep Talks. <laughs> you know, and one thing I wanted to add too before we jump into the Pep Talk for this week, and actually it could probably lead me right into the Pep Talk, is I never talked about my one year soberversary of drinking alcohol here on my Pep Talks. I did it last year, I think, saying, you know, why I stopped drinking. And that was a few days maybe into Stop Drinking when I posted that episode. Um, But yeah, check back and, and listen to that one. I think it's part of season one. It's basically that when I drink one drink, I always want another. And then once you have two drinks, you can always convince yourself to have another. And then it just becomes too much after that because you just have another and another and another. And at one point, I'm not going to lie, I was pretty good at holding my liquor and holding myself all together. But it's nothing to take a lot of pride in, I've realized now. It's just something that, you know, I look back on and know that I've grown from uh, leaving behind. And that's not this, you know, the same situation for everyone. If you're interested, you can listen to the episode. It's episode 18. If I find your credit card, I won't spend it on alcohol. So I wanted to just bring it up really quick and let you know that if maybe you're thinking about giving up drinking, if you've been thinking about it, it took me a while. I was kind of like back and forth, like, do I really need to do this? And then I, you know, why not? Like, there's only been praise from the people in my life and the ones I want in my life uh, about my drinking habits and how they've completely stopped, like, altogether. And that's not for everybody, and I totally respect that, but I really love the fact that my whole life now is completely different from where it was 365 days ago. And I am so happy for that. I'm so proud of that. And if I can encourage that sort of lifestyle change for somebody else, that would be great. Because back when I was kind of going back and forth about it, it was amazing to have my husband to be there to like push me over and be like, yes, let's do this and let's do it together. It like allowed me to no longer feel alone and know that like it was something that we were both going to go through together. And if you can know that it's not something that hasn't been surmounted before, that if you're having, you know, that same sort of feeling with alcohol, if you have one, you have a lot, you have too many, basically, or you're just doing it consistently or whatever it is that you're handling, you know, the alcohol or you're not handling it, I should say, you don't need to feel like you're the first person to have to go through this. You don't have to go through it alone. 
at one point it felt like what I was going through uh, was totally not normal because everybody drinks, right? Everybody drinks. And so just know that there are also people in society who are championing the fact that they don't need to drink anymore to have, you know, a good time. They never did, but now they're realizing it themselves. That's myself included in all of this. And what's funny is I've realized, too, talking to other people in that community of not drinking, sometimes it's initially believed that it's something to be, like, ashamed of, like, giving up alcohol or, like, turning down alcohol. Everyone wants to know why. Why aren't you drinking, right? And not everybody has, like, a super lot of confidence to be able to deal with questions as heavy as that. But let me just say that there is a ton of support out there. I can be a leg of support. I'm not a professional at all. But if you just need somebody to, you know, use as a cheerleader, I'm 100% in with you and trying to better yourself. So get rid of the idea that it could ever be a negative telling somebody that you don't want to drink anymore. Because I didn't know even like how to post about it. I knew one year is so significant and I hope to encourage other people to maybe change their lifestyle a little bit or just drink a little less. And I didn't know how to go about it. I didn't want it to come across the wrong way too. But in reality, like posting that one year soberversary post on my Facebook, I have never gotten that many likes, I think, on anything that I've posted. (laughs) True story. Maybe, I don't even think when Morgan and I got married, (laughs) like, I don't think even people, that many people like that status compared to my one-year soberversary. So just if that is even a little bit of insight to let you know, like, you know, you're not alone in uh, what you're going through. People care. People want to cheer you on. People want the best for you. Don't you want to see the people in your circle have the best? All right, enough about me, enough about alcohol. Let's focus on negative thoughts and how the hell you're going to get rid of them. Pebs, I get it. Positivity and self-love and happiness and good stuff. And we're not all a bag of sunshine and super high energy like you are. I know, (laughs) I know. I'm just hoping that maybe I can encourage you to get rid of the negative thoughts and replace them with positive ones. I've been there. I've been low. I have had terrible days where I just mentally can't get out of my own way. Rough on the image that I see in the mirror. Disgusted with choices that I've made in the past. I've been really, really depressed And that's not like a light word. So if this is something that you have felt, maybe this way of thinking can somehow assist you. That is my intent with this podcast, to speak to my younger self and kind of give her words of advice, even though I know it can't go back in time. And also to help other people switch up that negative mindset or to change that narrative that you think negatively about certain things or certain people or yourself especially you should be your number one priority be an advocate for yourself and love yourself nobody else can do it like you can there's a metaphor that maybe you can get behind and I really love using metaphors because I think that relates best with others minds and like how we grasp things 
So the negative thought metaphor that I've come up with is imagine in your head, you're not coming up with those negative thoughts. Inside of you, there is a cranky 88-year-old man on a cane and trying to uh, get over to his recliner and he's trying to give you advice. And it's always negative. The get off my lawn, old man. It's the... Did I sound too much like a sweet old man? That's not what I mean at all. I mean like the, hey, you, (laughs) what am I doing? (laughs) Get off my lawn. That guy, that cranky old man is in your head coming up with your negative thoughts and spitting them at you. You are not overnight going to be able to evict that old man from your brain, right? How hard would it be to evict an 88-year-old man out of his home if he's unwilling? You got to get him to be willing to actually move. And what you're going to do is you're going to annoy the shit out of him with positivity. And I'll get to that in a second. This is you with your negative thoughts, right? You find comfort probably in the negative thought. In that notion that maybe if you say to yourself, if I make fun of myself in front of others, then they can't have that first laugh. You know, they can't make fun of me in return. You got to kick that and that negativity and kick the old man out of your head. Day by day, what you're going to do is you're going to annoy the shit out of that old man because that's the best way to get him out. You're going to annoy him with positivity with every single time you come up with this little sprouting, tiny little evil toxic idea in your head. It could be as small as bitching about how you didn't clean up the pile of clothes in your room that day. What you are going to do is to upset the negative thought, the old man that came up with that in your head. Let him know about something else that you did that you truly believe you like did with intention and pride that day. You did go grocery shopping. Congratulations. Oh, my gosh. You know what I did, old man? I fucking went grocery shopping. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Today, I'm going to give myself a break. And I am going to simply take pride and know that I did not sit on my ass all day. I tried my hardest and I got grocery shopping done. Hell yeah. Good for me. New way of rewiring your brain and thinking about things. I've done tons of pep talks about perspective and how it's so vital in your life. So this is part of kicking out that old man and finding him a new home in the trash. Over time, you will find that it is upsetting the negative thoughts that they actually just go away, that they move out on their own. The trash will always take itself out with good intention, and every single time you force those positive thoughts against the negative, you're going to win the battle in the long run. But you have to fight the little fights every day, and it has to be consistent, and it has to be almost consecutive. Kick that old man out of your head. Let him know that you're in charge now, and you're allowing positive thoughts to happen, and you're going to kick him out and allow a new, peaceful, beautiful flower to sit in his place. That's a weird metaphor, right? And that's even more bizarre than I'm replacing an old man with a flower. Like, what? What am I smoking? Happy International Women's Month. Every March, I love to talk about here on Pep Talks. Of course, it's going to be a tradition. My grandmother, Moody, 
I never got to meet her. My dad has no memories, unfortunately. He was just too young. When she got swept away in a flood, and in Norwich, Connecticut, they still to this day have a memorial standing at Mohegan Park where my father and I visit and swap out the flowers on March 6th every year. And she, my grandmother, is my hero and somebody that I like to celebrate every March and, of course, just every year day of every year there's you know never a reason not to celebrate the beautiful woman I was told that she was not only my dad's mother but the woman who saved him and his two brothers from the flood and everything that was happening that crazy night in Norwich Connecticut so if you would like to hear the whole story and my family's history it means so much to me that's way back in season one episode 13 Rest in peace to Margaret Honey Moody, my grandmother. Every Friday, 5 o'clock, you know it is Peb Talks. I'll be right here for you with another episode. Know that you are strong and you are capable of kicking the old man and the negative thoughts out of your head and uh, establishing new, positive, beautiful beliefs within yourself. I know you're more than capable. You need to believe you're more than capable. Tell yourself every day. Force the positivity into your brain and use positive self-affirmations and continue listening to Peb Talks and we'll all be good. PepTalks.com. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening.